0: Deuteronomy chapter 2, the word of the Lord to us in the month of October is not word. It is time to move forward. It is time to move forward. I said it is time to move forward. I know you don't believe it yet, but the the power of the Holy Ghost is going to shift you. That's with or without your permission, you're going to have to move forward. Glory to God. Help me prophesy to your neighbor and let them know it is time to move forward. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 1 to verse 3. Today's service is an interesting service. Um, The message itself is very, very, very prophetic. And the reason why I'm comfortable preaching a sermon like this is because we are well-trained people. And that is going to make sense very soon. Glory to God. Deuteronomy chapter 2, I want to welcome everyone. This is KICC, Kingsway International Christian Center, where we are raising champions and taking territories for the amazing people in the room and those connecting online from wherever in the world you're joining us from. We see you, we love you, and we appreciate you. Did you bring your Bibles to church? Are you sure you brought those Bibles to church? Deuteronomy chapter 2, I read from verse 1 to verse 3, our anchor text for the month of October. It says, then we turned around and we headed back across the wilderness towards the Red Sea just ...as the Lord had instructed me. Just as the Lord had instructed me. I am not living my life based on my intelligence. I am not basing my decisions based on my qualifications. I have reached the position of rest because I've seen wiser. I've seen better educated persons. I've seen more connected people stumble in ditches, And it didn't make sense to anyone so I have come to the conclusion... That except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain. That build it. Just as the Lord had instructed me, he says we wandered around in the region of Mount Seir for a long time. Somebody say for a long time. Somebody say for a long time. And then in verse 2, he says, Then at last the Lord said to me, Somebody at last moment is coming this morning. That your days and your years of moving around in circles expire today. And that by the power of the Holy Ghost and with the privilege of divine speed, every ground, every time, every opportunity, every door that you have missed, the grace from his throne is bringing restoration. Come on, I need more faith in this room. I said his grace is bringing restoration. What you thought you lost, old my coffee, the Lord is bringing you into ten times more. In the name of Jesus. So the instruction comes in verse 3. It says you've been wandering around this hill country long enough. Turn to the north. It's time to move. It's time to move forward. Let me tell you, neighbor, it's time to move forward. It's time to move forward. Psalms chapter 48, I read from verse 1 to verse 3. Very quickly, Psalms chapter 48, I read from verse 1 to verse 3. It says, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. In the mountain of his holiness. We have some old school believers in the room today. And beautiful for situations. The joy of the whole world. That's the way we know It is Mount Zion. Pause, pause, pause. All up, all, all up. Ah, ah. We need to form a mass choir in this church. You guys sound so good. Woo. Mount Zion is on the side of the north. That is the city of the great king. I'm going to read it again. Mount Zion Sides of the north. That is the city of the great king. I'll say it one more time: Mount Zion. Where is the joy of the old earth? Where is that beauty for every situation? Every situation, do you know what that means? Every situation. There's a recession, beautiful. There's famine, beautiful. There's loss, beautiful. In mount the side of the north, the city of the great king. So last week we started our conversation northward and we learned three C's. Do we have good students in the room? Anybody wants to tell me the first thing you do if you're going to move forward and northward is what? You do what? You calibrate. You ensure that your instruments are able to receive instruction. Your hearing is clear. You're able to hear the voice of the Spirit, and you know clearly this is God speaking to me. Having settled calibration, you move on to what? Collaboration. Because in addition to receiving spiritual guidance, and where you have the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire, and you have the ministry of angels, and you have the ministry of the prophetic leading you, God plants people, people in your journey. Seemingly inconsequential people. And we saw examples last week, did we? Did we? You know, I was sharing on the drive this morning a testimony with my wife of a man of God who if I said his name, many of you will know his name. He has preached in over 120 countries and he's still marching on strong. And he shared the testimony that when the Lord called him into ministry, um, this is not even my message. This is recap, right? Are the timekeepers noting that? That this is recap time. Glory to Jesus. But do you want to hear the story? I think there's a lesson or two for you there. You know, and he said that God had called him and he was in a, in a certain city, in the country. That city is not in the top five of the metropolitan cities. And God says, I'm calling you to minister to the world, but stay there. It didn't make sense. Opportunities will come, visa applications, everything, X, 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 X. X. Nothing was going, going through. I'm trying to, to, to paraphrase the story. He says, there was just one day after service, one of the members came and said, oh, pastor... I'm going to be traveling to London. And he looked at the person. Eh? Your own pastor is here in this village. You, you are traveling to London. It was like, Okay, the Lord bless you, go. That was what. Was. And the person said, Pastor, I'm actually going to need some of your tapes. Well, you know where they sell the tapes. Go and buy the tapes. The pastor said, Pastor, uh, I want the tapes for free. The audacity. Somebody said the audacity. Church folks can be interesting sometimes. And the man said, Hey, isn't it not bad enough that you're traveling? You didn't, you didn't say, Pastor, you've been, you've been preaching to us. I want to prophesy now. Three services every Sunday. Just take this ticket and go chill, you know. Just just take a week off and come back, you know, just five fly first class, you know. Yeah, Pastor, Mrs. Just, sorry, what am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Jubilee. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, it was, that was his frame of mind that So he said, okay, give him tapes, free. So the person took the tapes and traveled to London. This was many years ago, I think in the early 90s or late 80s. The arguably number one mega church then in London was where this person visited. The person got to church late. And the way they had raised him in his church is, your Sunday cannot close without you hearing a full message. He said, but I'm here late now. So what do I do? He remembered I brought pastor's tapes from the village. So he just brought out his workman. Anybody knows what a workman is? All right, we need to put it on eBay, you know, and cash in on it. (laughs) Glory to God. So the guy plugs his ears and he's listening to his pastor from the village. And then the pastor of this big church in London, downtown I believe, He's just welcoming people and greeting everybody. Thanks so much for coming to church. Thanks so much for coming to church. And gets to this guy who is visiting. and say, oh, your face looks new. Oh, I'm visiting from Nigeria. Welcome up. here. had a great service. Oh, yes. What are you listening to? So the person took one ear. Gave the ear to the pastor of church. The man started hearing some, some things. He said, hey, what is this? Can I have the two ears? Give him the two ears. <sighs> he said, come, come. They went to the office. Finish the first tip. Finish the second tip. He said, who is this person? He said, it's my pastor. Where's your pastor? Back in the village. He said, he's in Lagos? He said, no. Port No. Abuja? No. Where is he? He called the name. I've heard no it before. He said, well, tell him we need him here next week. In the 80s. That's how the pastor from the village was invited to speak at one of the largest churches in London. After the ministration, the host minister said now what we are going to do next I'm going to write a letter I belong to an association of pastors all over Europe I'm writing to all of them they need to there's something you carry that they have to hear that's how we went around Europe the rest as they say is what history somebody say collaboration sometimes they are not people that look significant sometimes they don't have good behavior I want your tips and I want it free is that good behavior <laughs> Well, see what my God did with it. See, we are talking with the God that can use mess and produce beauty. Beautiful for all situations. Somebody say glory to God. And then having collaborated, we said that circling comes to to an end. It comes to an end. Somebody say glory to God. I think I jumped one. You built convictions, right? Yeah, the reason why I jumped it is because today's service is about convictions. I was having a conversation with one of my mentors and he just said something in passing. He said, humans are very interesting. The things that the scriptures encourage us to forget are the things we have a tendency to remember. And the things that the scripture says, remember, those are the ones we have a tendency to forget. We are very interesting beings. So God knowing who we are and how we are and how we made us multiple times in Scripture encourages us to remember certain things. Numbers chapter 13, Numbers chapter 13, Numbers chapter 33, not 13. Numbers chapter 33, I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 3. Numbers chapter 33, I'm going to, please follow this morning and open your heart. It's not your typical message. It's very, very, very deeply prophetic. It says there are, these are the journeys of the children of Israel. Please, we are New Testament believers. There there must be a reason why the Holy Spirit is bringing this to us. It says, which went forth out of the land of Egypt. With their armies under the hand of Moses and Aaron. Verse 2. And Moses wrote their goings out according to their journeys, by the commandments of the Lord. Is that in your Bible? Moses documented everywhere the pillar stopped. Moses will write the name and the date. When the pillar moved, Moses will write the name and the date. As the Lord commanded, God was interested in the believer journaling their journey. Because any believer who has no record of God's faithfulness will wake up one morning and agree with the devil that God has been unfaithful from the beginning. You'll just agree. Because the only thing you will see is what is in front of you. And you'll forget every other thing. <laughs> the same you that should have died in the crash. The same you that the doctors, intelligent people, gave up on. Boy, I remember one evening, boy, I don't know why the Holy Spirit is bringing stories my way. I remember one evening, med school, we had just finished a large worship concert. Those who were in Luth, will know the one I'm talking about. Okay. I didn't know there was a witness from that direction. And I just got a message from my mom. Wherever you are right now, start praying. I knew what the message meant. My big sister was due. Apparently, she had been operated by they had, they had booking issues with the date, something like that. And the, the, there was a young, untrained copper doctor who was in the mood of doing a caesarean. Did the thing and just walked out. How is the mother? I don't know. How is the child? I don't know. And just walked out. The nurse said, well, if you have a God, this is a good time to call on the God. Today, mother and child with extra children are alive. If you do, if you do, write it down. Something will show up. Is it said, God, where are you? And God is like, where am I? <laughs> are you kidding? Where am I? We have a tendency to these same people shortly out of Egypt. They got out. Moses was just having a nice time with God on the mountain. Guess what they were saying? Where is the God that brought us out of Egypt? And where is the Moses? Where is he? Because if we don't see him, he does not exist. Are you kidding me? So God is saying, the generation of those who are going to remain in the position where they can receive my instruction and strike intelligently and know when to move forward and know when to turn left and know when to turn right are those that are able to chronicle their journey. They're able to write it. That deal had no business going through. I had no business getting the admission. I had no business marrying that beautiful woman. The Lord had mercy on me. And that's my own testimony. <laughs> God said it would be for life. Glory to God. So that when you, when, when you get to those dark patches, at least you can stay at a, a moment when there was a light patch. And you can draw strength from there and say, it's too faithful to fail me. It's too faithful to disappoint me. He's proven himself over and over and over and over and over. He says, the Lord commanded me to document our goings, our testimonies, to write them down and have a place so that the day the enemy convinces you that God does not hear prayers, you say, enemy, you are too late, not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, that I am alive today. It's proof that this God is alive. And he answers prayers. Somebody say, glory to God. So in Psalms chapter 103 verse 1 to 2, a typical picture of somebody who forgets his soul. A typical picture of the one who remembers is David. I will not forget his wonderful works. I will not forget his goodness. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not. Forget not all his benefits. Sometimes you have something as small as a common cold. The two nostrils are blocked. And suddenly the value of a a smooth night's sleep becomes precious to you. But now you are breathing normally. There's no, thank you Jesus. A church was growing, 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 growing. There used to be an elderly lady. I've shared this with us before. I'll share it it again. It's a good time to share it again. I don't know if it's a lady or a man. The story has been a long time. A lady. The lady does not even speak good English. Anytime there's testimony, she will come forward. The same testimony. I ate. In, in her language. I ate. I went to the toilet. I peed. I pulled. Praise the Lord. That was her testimony. You know when the church is not too large, you can take testimonies like that. The church was getting big, tush, you know. You know you know what I mean by teach people? Like you, you kind of fresh fresh folks. Fresh folks in the church. Pastor felt, oh, this kind of, oh, this testimony is a bit too, uh, uh. So they just, uh, mama, we know, you know, God has, you know, we understand. God has done it. Mama, you don't have to come forward. So we know, mama, God has done it. We know. a few weeks down the line, prayer chain. Say, let's pray for pastor. Pastor is in the in the hospital. All the doctors were checking everything. What is wrong? We didn't find anything. The only problem is that he cannot eat. And he cannot. Just three conditions. No diagnosis. <laughs> it was while he was there. Praying to God. I have a covenant of divine health. There is no sickness in my household. He took away my infirmities. we said, calm down. <laughs> he said calm down calm down you know common eating became luxury eating oh boy do you want to take a trip to you i see many people who doctors are looking for ways to get a tube in it's not even staying some are pulling it out and here you are you know in between so you just pick your your, your nice snacks and drink your coffee and say well god i'm giving you two more days <laughs> Woo! somebody said forget not Somebody say, forget not. not. You know, I checked. The word remember has the highest density in the book of Psalms. Highest density of all the chapters in scripture. The next one is Deuteronomy. Does that make sense to us? One was a warning to a generation. One was the response of someone who chose to remember. You know how the testimony ends, right? It's not a testimony, This story. You know how it ends. The pastor repented and told him, Mama, please, if you want a full service, where that is all you're saying, you have this stage. Oh my, somebody say glory to God. So God begins to tell them to document their journey. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, I read very quickly from verse 1 to verse 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, I read from verse 1 to verse 6. It says, Moreover, brethren, I will not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud, all of them passed through the sea, and all were baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Verse three, and did all eat the same spiritual meat. Verse 4, and did all drink the same spiritual drink. He says, For the drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. It says, but with many of them, may this not be our portion, in the name of Jesus. is giving you a picture of this church in the wilderness. Majority of them were ungrateful, unbelieving folks. It says many of them. God was not well pleased for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Verse 6, which is really where I am going to. It says now. Somebody say now. Somebody say Now. He says, these things were an example to the intent that we should not lust after the things as they lost it, even though they were saved. Even though they were delivered from Egypt. Because the ones who will move northward and the ones who will move when God says, at last, your days of circling have ended. It's time to move forward. Those ones need to learn from this example. And I've titled today's conversation, There is no wonders. No wonders for wanderers. Wanderers will not see wonders. I'm not saying they will walk through the Red Sea, yes, but they will not have personal journeys of wonders. Our God is a God of wonders. Oh, you didn't hear me. Our God does wonderful things wonderfully, especially in a month like October. The great, mighty, awesome, and great God. Look at the big words. That is your God. I said that is your God. So what's the example for us? Boy, boy, boy. Let's go back to Numbers chapter 33. Let's go to verse 3. Let's go to verse 3. It says they departed from Rameses in the first month. So this is Moses showing you what he was writing down, right? On the 15th day of the first month, On the morrow after the Passover, the children of Israel went out with a high hand in the sight of all the Egyptians. This is a picture of salvation in the new covenant. That God pulls you out of sin, pulls you out of darkness. He says, write it down. My first question to you. Do you know when you got born again? That's the first miracle if you can 't remember the first miracle, you may forget the other ones. Do you know when you got born again maybe you don 't have a, a a day do you have a Do you, do you have a month maybe you don 't have a month Do you have a year maybe you don't have a year do you is that like a period? Maybe I was in high school i was in or you just flowed into the river of church you were just thrown into service. Mommy was speaking in tongues. I just remember that she's due. Just popped you out. and you to join down the stage speaking in tongues? My brother, you are not born again. Do you have, do you have, do you have, an, do you have a documented, written? If you don't hear me, leave this service asking the Lord for an encounter with Jesus that you will never forget. Imagine somebody telling Paul, the Eleven, hello, the eleven. That walked with Jesus. The 11 that saw Lazarus raised from the dead. The 11 that saw the storm, that saw the, the son of the widow of Nain. The 11 that saw the woman with the issue of blood. The 11 that saw Jairus' daughter. All those guys calling a meeting and they said, Paul, we won't even call you Paul again. Your real name is Saul. And we are calling you by your real name. We met together and we agreed that you are not born again. What will you tell them? I saw Jesus. You walked with him. I don't even know if you guys really believe. I saw him. I don't know if you are getting it. I saw Jesus. It's too real to me. There is nothing. See, you you can have conference and pass new laws. It's too late. I saw Jesus, and I'm praying for someone here that this will be the beginning of your journal. I saw Jesus. I know Jesus. I have an experience with him. I hear his voice. I know where he pulled me out from. I know the things I used to do. I know the places I used to go. I know the new work he has done in me. I know the person I have become. And I pray for someone under the sound of my voice that you will have that testimony intact. In the name of Jesus. Verse 5. Ah. Verse 5. I'm going to try... The children of Israel removed from Ramesses and pitched in Sokoth. Sokoth means booth. Boots. Remember, there was no law at this time, they were just starting the journey. There are three prophetic festivals: the Passover, Pentecost, Tabernacles. Tabernacles, also known as ingathering or booths. And I see that this God indeed declares the end from the beginning. That the first thing he shows them is the prophetic destiny of the church, boots. And then he just says, just because it's not yet time, now let's move. So, verse 6 they departed from Succoth and pitched in Etham, which is in the edge of the wilderness. Now, Etham means convictions, it means strength, it means fortress. It is a place where we are now checking do you believe what you say you believe? Because you've been pulled out of Egypt and now we are embarking on a journey. But do you believe this God, or is this thing really about Moses and Aaron? Are you just packing your bags and because they said go? Or do you really believe this God? One of the beauties for me is that Etham also means long-lasting strength, long-lasting convictions, not convictions for the first five years, not conviction for the first ten years. It says that this journey will route you in a place where what you really and truly believe will be tested. That is why it is by the edge of the wilderness. It says they moved from Itham, they turned again unto Pi which is before Baal Zephon, and they pitched before Migdal. Let's do some meanings. Piiroth means the mouth of freedom. The mouth of freedom. The mouth of liberty. The edge of jubilee. Is that making sense to us? And it is beside one of the gods of Egypt. This is the god of the north. Or the god of the north wind. That's the one they believed controls weather. And they pitched before Migdol. Migdal means a tower. A strong tower. Can you see the... Can you, see, can you really see an artist painting something here? Or are you just reading locations? Can you see an artist painting something here? Pulls them out of darkness. Shows them their prophetic destiny. Brings them to a place where their conviction is tested. Exposes them to one of the gods they worshipped. He says, I want to know if that that relationship is done. You you don't understand. Hello. I don't think you... you are, Are you getting this? It's like saying that I used to be a worshipper of what now? name some empty, empty thing, flimsy thing, Bell, God, I'm now going to worship you from the rest of my days. God says, I believe you. But now I'm going to put you in a place now where your convictions have been tested and you have the option of Bell. Will you turn to him or will you turn to me? God saw the posture of their hearts and the decisions that they made. Verse 6 to verse 7. Okay, I think we have verse 7 on our screen already. Child of God, child of God, your convictions will be tested. If they are not tested, they are not convictions. Did you hear me? Who or what you claim you believe must be tested. If it is not tested, you don't really believe it. You don't really believe it. Can we go back to verse 3 of Numbers chapter 33? Let's see it in the KJV. Let's see it in the message. It says, they departed from Ramses in the month, in the first month, on the 15th day of the first month, on the morrow after the Passover, the children of Israel went out with a high hand in the sight of all the Egyptians. Can you give it to us in the message translation? Can we read together, church? They marched out of Ramses. The day after Passover. Was well, 15 years of the first month. How did they, how did they come out? You're not even reading it's, it's high and confidently. So let's try again. How did they march out? This is how they came out. It says the Egyptians, let's read together, we're busy doing what? And they watched them go. Now, listen. God had exposed the nonsense of their gods. They were delivered literally by God bringing embarrassments to all the gods of Egypt. But God brings them to a place where they can see the the Lord of the North. The demon of darkness. And they can make a decision and say we are done. We are done. We are done. Can you give us verse 6 and verse 7 again? Hear me child of God? I want you to picture, picture a drawing by the master strategist himself, it brings you to a place of conviction. You get tested. You are the mouth of freedom, near a strong tower. But if your choice is to turn to the gods of Egypt, the ones that, they are nonsense. (laughs) Their nonsense has been validated to the world. They They are no God. They are no God. They are no God. He says, I didn't find conviction in the heart. So I'm going to route this journey in a way that I will give them one of two things will happen on this journey. They will have enough time to repent and rediscover me as the one who brought them out of Egypt or the ones who are unbelieving will have to die in the wilderness. So saying, PD, how do I know if I have these convictions or not? I think I really believe. Do you? we're in the post-pandemic world, the, the challenges of the showed us those who didn't really believe. Many people had been waiting for their big break. I didn't... The, church, I'm done. Church has been open since when? There are some that the last time they were in church was 2019. They didn't really believe. They didn't really believe. God, you mean simple COVID? You could not heal it? They didn't really believe. They didn't really believe. These are tough realities. But if you are going to have establishment in your heart that you now have your convictions intact, you are going to arrive at the place of testing. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12. This is how you know that conviction has been built. It says, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed. I am persuaded in his ability. Is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. How do I arrive at the place of conviction? How do I arrive at the place where my heart is fixed on him? How do I arrive at the place where I can say like the psalmist, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. How? He says, for which cause I suffer these things. Suffering. Suffering. Hello. Hello suffering. The average believer today is anti-suffering. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. Jesus, was it not you? I was just trying to tell my, co- my co-worker, was it, not you? I was, was it not you? And you could not even show up for me? I'm done with you. When last did you take persecution for the sake of the gospel? He says, watch and learn. Because there's always a strong tower nearby. And I pray for someone under the sound of my voice this morning. That we hold on to the name of Jesus. On the day of testing, we're on the mouth of freedom. The option will always be there. Let's go back. You know, God God literally took them through the Red Sea. To convince his people, it's now impossible to go back to Egypt. Guess what? They were traveling in their mind. They were crossing Red Sea back to Egypt in their mind. They left Egypt. Egypt never left them. Crossing back, traveling, in their hearts, in their minds. My, 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 my question to you this morning, as we begin to tie up, is do you believe? Do you have convictions? Are you ready to go all the way with Jesus? Are you going to hold on to the Lord? Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. You know, Proverbs 18, verse 10 is an interesting scripture. If I didn't tell you it was in Proverbs and I told you to guess, where do you think this verse is? I know you know it. Where do you think it is? Many people might say maybe Psalms or maybe somewhere in the New Testament. In fact, try to look at the verses before and after it, it's as though the Holy Spirit smuggled this verse there. It has no really business being there. It says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. In the Old Covenant, the picture where the cities of refuge Where people could run to. It says, but in this new covenant, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. When you get to the place of conviction, hold on to the name of the Lord. When it seems as though things are going on in circles, hold on to the name of the Lord. When you get an offer from the gods of Egypt, hold on to the name of the Lord because the righteous can run into it and they are safe. When you open that email from Egypt, So 1 Corinthians chapter 10, believe me or not, I'm rounding up. I did well in the first service, so you keep praying for me. Glory to God. First Corinthians chapter 10. Can you give us this Proverbs 18:10 before we leave in the amplified? Let's see something there. It says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs to it, is safe and set where. So why am I considering the offer of Egypt? Why am I at the mouth of freedom and I'm remembering the days of Baal? Baal that acts for our children, acts for our joy, acts for our peace, acts for our health. You know when you forget things, the enemy can make you go to places that they ask for your eye and your, and your kidney. <laughs> may it not be your portion. In the name of Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 10, I read from verse 6 to verse 11. It says now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after the evil things as they also lusted, one, and to not become idolaters as some of them were two. Who were the idolaters amongst them? Those that are still their real God was Baal. Moses will follow you to service. Chill. My real God, I know my real God. Is it not to go to church? I will go. Service? I will go steward i will steward sing i will sing but when it's time to bow my knees in worship when it's time to receive instruction and direction for my life i know my real god he says the people sat down to eat and to drink and they rose up to play no let us commit sexual immorality this is another thing we must learn as some of them did he says in one day twenty-three thousand fell now let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted, and were destroyed by serpents. No, complain. Complain. It's amazing that the Holy Spirit will emphasize complaining as an important subject that we must learn from the journey of the Church of the Wilderness. Complain. Complain. This one is very easy and convenient. It's too cold this morning. It's towards this afternoon. My boss is to this. Somebody else is saying, can I have your job? Can you give it to me? <laughs> this car, this car, this car. Please, can I have your car? I remember my early days in Canada. In winter, when you're waiting for the bus. You're running, 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 digging through the snow. I, I know you guys are all fresh fresh folks here. Running through the snow, running through the snow. And you just see the bus going. The bus is going. The, the, bus, the bus ain't emotional. And he's just going, and you're just there. And say, God, who sent me here? This is you that you did vigil with fasting. God, what am I doing here? And then you're shaking to your bones. The thing is going minus 20 into your skull. So I see P, you don't scare us about winter, please. My point is, it can be the little things that we complain about. My husband, my wife, these children. These children. These children. Do you know how many people will break the bank just to take those children? Just sleeping, sleeping on this bed. Do you know people who, who are paying millions? Doctors have not figured out how to still get them to sleep. Will you remember? Will you praise Him? On the day of testing, will you hold on to your strong tower? Will you hold on to your strong tower? It says in verse 11, Now all these things happen to them as an example. And they have been written for our admonition. Upon whom the ends of the ages have come. I believe this is that generation that you'll see Jesus appear in the skies. I believe it very, very, very strongly. And we must take these warnings seriously. Because it is time to move forward. Let me tell your neighbor, it is time to move forward. Help me tell your neighbor, it is time to move forward. And those that will move forward with Him are those who are on this journey for the long haul. Not those who are here to use God. Those who are here for, for, for the long haul. Let me bring the strings up a bit as we tie this up. Psalms 106 verse 7. Psalms 106 verse 7. It says, Our fathers understood not your wonders. Somebody say wonders. He says, they remembered not the multitude of your mercies. They provoked you. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice this morning that your life, your life, your life, your life will be one of wonders. In the name of Jesus, God will show off with your life. I said God will show off with your life. When people are doubting if God still delivers, your life will be proof of his deliverance when people are wondering if God still heals your life will be proof of somebody living victoriously in divine health in the name of Jesus when people are doubting does God still provide does he take care of his children you will show them how God is using you to meet needs all over the world how God broke the yoke of poverty over your destiny and brought you into the place of the overflow in the name of Jesus You are my God. You are, you are, you are. You are, you are. Come on, I need someone, two people, three people this morning to make a vow and say, Holy Ghost, I'm with you forever. I'm with you forever. I'm with you forever. I'm not here for, I'm not not just using you to get a house. I'm not using you to get a car. I didn't just use you to move to Canada. No, this relationship is real. This relationship is real this relationship is real you are my lover my lover your song is singing I will be singing in that city and rejoicing for the rest of eternity you are my daddy, my daddy I'm with you forever this is your boy your son is singing come on I will be singing, dancing, shouting, for the rest and of eternity, eternity. You, are you are my daddy my daddy, my daddy. My baby is singing, this is your boy this is your child the one you died for for the and long term and shouting, the and of can we make a pledge Only you, only you. you. Till the end, only you. Till the end, only you. All my days, only you. All my days, only you. Only you, only you. you. Hey, on the mountain tops, only you. In the valley, only you in the good times only you only you in the bad times only you only you only you only you no other god no other god only you only you till the end only you only you only you only you are god i'm led this morning to pray for three categories of people in accordance with First Corinthians chapter ten, the Lord says there are some amongst us in the room watching online. You are lusting for the exact things God delivered you from. You are lusting in your heart. Somehow you found that appetite to resurrect, and you are desiring something you know God has delivered you from. I'm ca- I'm standing under this prophetic anointing to break the yoke over your life in the name of Jesus. Someone else, the Lord says that the gods, the gods. The idols your parents worshipped some of them are knocking on your door now, they are knocking on your door knocking on your door, agreements covenants broken and they are knocking on your door, they don't know now you are a new creation in Christ Jesus, I'm going to pray with you someone under the sound of my voice you are struggling with sexual immorality and you know that this is not becoming of a believer, this is not becoming of a child of God the guilt is crippling, you find it difficult to move northward you seem trapped in that chain. I want to pray with you. And for those who are complainers, if the cup is half empty, I just always see the empty part. I've not been grateful. I want to pray for you. Can church, can we rise on our feet? i do this in one minute. i do this in one minute. Father, in the name of Jesus. Ah, oh, come on, I need better than that. Father, in the name of Jesus. We stand on the anointing in the house this morning. And we decree as many of us battling with the resurrection of lust bondages chains broken try to rearrange themselves over the lives of anyone We break their own permanently in the name of jesus we proclaim your freedom and we declare that that freedom has come to stay in the name of jesus Whoever is that son of zion that daughter of zion Struggling with sexual immorality, we break the chain over your life in the name of Jesus. And for those who have the grace for complaining, they've not been able to move forward just because of that anointing to complain. We pull you out of it, we pull you out of it, we pull you out of it, and we declare you're coming out. We pull you out of it, we pull you out of it in the name of Jesus. And I speak over you. You will stay with him till the end. You will stay with Jesus till the end. Come on, maybe you need to say this for yourself. I will stay with Jesus till the end. In the name of Jesus. Only you, only you, only you. Before I leave this morning, before I leave the stage, it's 12.30. We should be rounding up now. But please, just give me 60 seconds to do this. If you've not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today is your day. Your journey has not even started if you've not been pulled out of darkness. I want to pray with you whether it's your first time or you want to rededicate your life. Short, simple prayer. And you say this with me, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. Thank you for dying for my sins. Thank you for taking my place in the grave. I believe you are alive today. I say yes to you. And I receive the grace to live the rest of my life for you. Thank you for writing my name in the book of life. For in Jesus' name we're prayed. In Jesus' name we're prayed. I know we are still going to do this at the end of the service. Psalms 136. I want us to read verse 1 to verse 4. I don't want us to read it. I want us to shout it. It's going to be on the screen. I am going to read. I am going to shout for his mercy and just forever. We are not closing yet. We are still going to shout to close the service. Is that fine, church? Is that fine, church? This is a prophetic instruction. Will you shout? Are you just going to say cutely or are you going to shout? We are going to verse 4. All oh, give thanks unto the Lord for his good. That shout sounds like you are wondering. I want a stronger shout for those who are going to see wonders. All oh, give thanks unto the God of gods. All oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords. To Him alone who does great wonders. If you believe this week you are going to see great wonders, I want you to jam those hands together. Give the Lord a big shout. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give our email at infoinfo I-N-F-O, at canada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. But it's doing amazing things now, our and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember you're a champion. God bless you.